All right, welcome back, guys. Today uh, we're going to talk about you know some of the recent topics uh, this week in news. Uh, we're going to start off with you know Joe Biden's you know debt relief for students. Uh, it's a big topic, and uh, it's very obviously controversial because of you know how it's going to be funded, and you know everybody has their own opinions on it. But uh, what is your what are your guys' takes like initially of you know the student debt crisis? Oh, I'm super psyched. Because you have you have student debt, you know. Like, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. But also also because it, not even the the debt forgiveness part, but the plans uh, to alter repayment plans, I thought were really exciting. People who pay uh, their bills in full every month will not have to pay interest, um, oh, which, nice. is, which is huge for all of those people who had ballooning balances, even though they were paying. Yeah, because uh, I mean, yeah. already the interest rates were insanely high for no damn reason. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and and they also. Uh, uh, changed the plan so instead of 10% of your monthly income it's uh, 5% of your income is the max or the, the minimum payment okay. uh, for for repaying them that's good okay yeah especially for me there was like a lot of things where I was like how can they have these shady loans that are meant to like indefinitely screw someone over even be allowed to exist like because you know in real estate and car loans they would never be allowed to do something like that interest to rate loans wouldn't wouldn't even be like no one would take that exactly that's why i'm like it's insane that they were even allowed to you know do something like that in the first place um there's a great book by john mitchell called debt trap about how the situation arose and he goes into the creation of sally may in the 80s um it's, it's a train wreck sally mm -hmm. may it's a quasi-governmental institution that is owned in part by the schools and the banks government. Oh. And the government, uh, it essentially worked to launder federal funds through the banks and the schools to pay students. And because mm -hmm. of that conflicting incentive structure, the banks and the schools it were not incentivized to right. reduce prices at all. The government backed up all of the loans that students ostensibly would default on. So they just had every incentive to just make as many loans as possible. Yeah. Any loan they didn't make was lost profit. What the f that's great. I mean, that, that whole process, like, and it was just BS. I'm glad that they're like starting to clean it up. Got to um, love the federal government, man. I mean, <laughs> nah, but there were some things that you know, me personally, I was kind of like, kind of iffy about with you know the whole student loan thing. Um, one of my things is like the endowments that schools have. The fact that they have like hundreds of millions of dollars, but then they're mm -hmm. still charging a gazillion dollars for school. Yeah, and you yeah. know they can't do all kinds of stuff like that. Um, so for me, it was kind of like you know, y'all could really solve your own school's problems, you know, with student debt. And I feel like maybe there should be more, you know, regulation on schools to use their endowments because they really just sit on it and then acquire interest on it and just make a ton of money off of their endowments. Yeah, yeah. I remember like, reading somewhere that most of the Ivy Leagues don't have to charge tuition. Yeah. They, they can just, they do it as some sort of like barrier to entry. Exactly. It's That's gross. Right, yeah. That's right. And they yeah. charge an insane price too. It's like... Like, come it, on, bro. It, Hundreds yeah. of thousands and, of dollars. And initially, like, they were the main stakeholders in Sally May. Yeah. Ah. Harvard and... Um, uh, the yeah. shade. The shade, Princeton. man. Being, yeah. So being ultimately, crazy. the message here today is, school kids, don't go to college. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the other thing, though, for me was, um, again, like, I'm for student death student debt relief to an extent my whole thing is um how's it gonna get paid how one how it's gonna get paid because obviously it's gonna in, in our current you know climate you know inflation with inflation where the economy in general is right now it's kind of a like it, do we need this now and also um 
I don't want to be paying for someone who can pay their own loans off. And you know, you know what I mean? Where like, mm-hmm. I think that a lot of these things could have like, you know, we talked about the interest rates getting fixed and all kinds of stuff like that. Those changes should have been made and I'm happy for that. But it's that thing of like, I know people who are making like 90 grand a year living comfortably and paying their student loans. It's like, so now I get to pay your student loans just because, yeah. you know, it's kind of like, it wasn't really about them. It was about, um, and you cited the the tax foundation as saying that it was it was for uh, the the top sixty percent of uh, earners, yeah. um, but they they had a lower bound and not an, a higher bound, which is how I know it's ideological because the White House gives the higher bound, which is people who earn less than seventy five thousand dollars mm. are getting ninety percent of the benefit, as opposed to like the uh, the the Trump tax cuts in twenty seventeen, eighty five percent of the benefit of which went to people who earn more than $75,000. So, so the range here is solidly in the middle class. It's, it's 51000 to $81,000 gets an in income, gets most of the benefit. Okay, but even then, um, is do you think that it should be, you know, people in the middle class, they should have the, you know, the changes to the interest and how, you know, the loans are set up and, you know, the people that can pay should continue to pay? Because, I mean, me personally, I look at this as like uh, financial aid where it's like the people who really, really need that sh- should get it. Yeah. You know, and I don't think, you know, like even me, it's like I could pay my own, like, you know, even for community college, I was paying my own, you know, tuition. It's like a few thousand dollars, nothing crazy. But like, you know, when it comes to that level, it's like I could pay off my student loans because if I made that choice to, you know, get student loans. And so it's that thing of do you need to actually, you know, give debt relief to people who don't really need like yeah, everybody's gonna be happy yeah like thank you you got everyone's ten dollars gonna be happy and everyone's gonna take it because no one doesn't want to not have debt yeah but it, it's that stripping off it's that thing of like if i had a, a car note if i had a, a a mortgage on my home it's it's like the government's not gonna bail me out for that so at what point do we say like you need to take responsibility for your own actions um and you know you need to pay your own way and again i'm not saying for those that are you know um, like in that lower percentile and they're, you know, getting mm. screwed over and all kinds of stuff. I'm saying, yes, we should help those people, but I don't see the point in, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars in spending for people that are, you know, a okay with paying it now. Well, let me, let me make that case. But John Mitchell calls it a catastrophe or a crisis. And it's very similar to the, the 2008 housing crisis mm. uh, where the banks were incentivized to make loans to anybody and as many right. loans as possible. Yeah. And they didn't care if people, um, could or couldn't, could, could pay, or couldn't pay it back. The real, tragedy with the bailout there was that the bailout went to the banks and not the people who had the houses. The bailout yeah. should have gone to the people who had the houses. They should have been able to um, use the investment they made in that house for their own benefit so that they could lead lives with greater security so that they could reinvest in themselves. Yeah, That's yeah. really what this is for. There's a real question about whether or not people are going to spend the extra money that they get um, from this on goods and services, or they're going to pay down other loans that they have, right. like car payments and especially house payments. Yeah. The ideal scenario is that people start investing in the housing market, they start moving to new cities. This uh, is going to give them the certainty and the security and the foundation they need to invest in themselves and become more productive members of society. Mm. So we should all want everybody in the middle class or as many people as possible um, as much as possible to be able to grow their own incomes and grow their own productivity and have families and whatnot. And I'm not, again, I'm not like against yeah, that. I think like yeah. nobody's oh, yeah, against absolutely. that. No, issue, nobody's I, against that, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I think the issue comes into play where it's like if you're making 90 to 100,000 plus a year, you probably don't. Even if you're making like, like 70, only like 80. 10% of the people 
who are, are making, are that, making that, that who are affected by this. And even mm. if you're making 70 to 80, like it also depends on where you're living I mean, and how yeah, much of that excess true. income that you would otherwise be investing is going instead to student loan payments that are just ballooning and ballooning. And ballooning so and again, going back to why, why don't we make these interest, um, you know, uh, changes to like again what Joe Biden's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make those permanent so that way you know you can't screw people over on interest. Um, and it's then too much like right. Yeah, a, and then a lot of this paying, is something that Congress is going to have to pick up the rest of the chain on. Yeah, they're going to have to you know, you know that the they won't. The, I think they've thrown down the gauntlet to say the Republicans who are complaining about this and complaining about how unfair the college system is should really put up. I definitely put think their there's money a bipartisan and, thing yeah. that yeah. could happen, and I think the the part that the, everyone could agree on is the interest and the way that they were screwing students over. Um, I do think that the Republicans would come to the table on that, but I don't think the Republicans will come to the table for, just for what the project. Yeah. The yeah. projection was like 300 to $500 billion. And yeah, I saw like, you know, like 300 was like the low my end. sense of it was, yeah, the conservative estimate. And that seemed to be the amount that was being forgiven without interest maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and wow. then, and then interest on the amount that is forgiven amounts to another like, you know, 200 billion or so. Yeah. So it was like um, 500 billion on the, the high Which end. amounts to like 900 per person in the United States. So it's not a significant, insignificant amount. Yeah. But that's but, not how yeah. the tax system works. It's going to be, wouldn't that be broken down into, well, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's a very broad statement. Okay, yeah. that, but that's, you know, yeah. To put it in perspective. And so yeah, with the current economic climate, do you think this is something that needs to be done now, which will, you know, further inflation issues and economic issues with the oh, housing market yeah. dropping and all kinds of stuff like that? Is this something that we need to see now or is it something we can see like maybe next year or two years from now when the economy is recovered? I guess it's more of you're asking more of a question of short term game over long term. Exactly. Because, yeah, I mean, yeah. if you already look at I think last Friday, like dropped a ton you know, the, the stock market just tanked, right? And you I know, think Bitcoin that was and crypto due to everything. Um, Jay Powell's press conference and, you know, the stock market being the stock market, right? I mean, you could say that, but then, you know, if you look at housing, um, housing is supposed to decrease, like the housing prices are supposed to decrease, inflation's freaking insane. Gas is still six and a half, well, like six. Well, we're in California, so we can't, we can't, it's, it's normal in California. But uh, oh. go to Beverly Hills. It was always, even when I was, when I had a gas powered car, it was like six, five, six dollars in Beverly Hills, always. Not, Obviously, oh, that's about, Beverly Hills. Yeah. But but even then, like when I was driving, you know, gas powered like, cars, like it was Westchester still Westchester like, and like uh, not Inglewood, but in, like Westchester. It's, there's some places where it's still like six, like six twenty eight almost. Yeah, I've seen a few Other like, places. It's like five, five thirty, which is it's good. up for debate about how much this will affect inflation. Some people say you know it could, and some people say it won't. Um, the moderate take is that it might have like a fraction of a percent effect, um, mm-hmm. but that some of that will be um, moderated by the debt starting to be repaid again next year um so the debt forgiveness part is great for everybody um but that really won't hit people's pocketbooks and the effects of inflation of the initial um stoppage of payments has already occurred and i heard on marketplace podcast and on josh barrow's podcast estimates ranging from like you know a a few fractions of a percent to like a half percent um and that's really minimal considering we're at like eight to nine percent right yeah, now right right yeah um, and that was back in the day um and that effect may have diminished and now we're rolling with the ukraine war and you know the heat wave in china and all of these other global macroeconomic 
factors. There's a lot I mean, going on that, you know, there's a lot going on. Yeah. yeah <laughs> currently affecting all aspects of, yeah. you know, whether it be trade and, you know, uh, the, the trade yeah. between China and the United States and around the world, or yeah. like you said, Ukraine. More tensions. So yeah. yeah. When you're addressing inflation, um, inflation is like, uh, too much cash chasing too few goods right. you can address the uh, supply side of demand side and the feds tools universally affect the demand side they're going to decrease demand um, but investment is the chief mechanism to increase supply we need to increase productivity in order to meet the demand mm. and do you think that we're still going to get there especially with you know the recent layoffs and people are starting to a lot of major companies are trying to lay people off and some people are just quitting too as a leftist yeah. i'd like to think that giving people more money to invest in themselves and more of a security blanket means that they'll be able to take a little more risk and try to uh, find improve their situation. And, yeah. yeah, improve their job. They'll be have a little more bargaining power. Mm -hmm. They'll have a little more impetus to go out and find something that really works for them. Um, and some of the some of the critique is that a lot of this will go to people whose lifetime incomes um, will be much higher. So it's, they're middle class now, but they'll be higher class later. Mm -hmm. But like that's a good thing, right? We want yeah, people to right. like move up in income and that'll mm. be beneficial for the entire economy. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, again, nobody here yeah, is no saying, yeah. we're not against oh, yeah. that. Yeah. The only thing for me is just more of like, you know, tax-wise, how is it going to get paid? Is how is it gonna to get paid? Yeah, how is it going to be? Yeah, exactly what he said. You know, and that's really kind of, I think what is dividing America on this mm -hmm. subject is just, the tax part of it because everybody's looking at why do I have to pay for your student loans and yeah. you know you you can pay for it yourself and this is bullshit you know so I get that um, that's why I was just saying you know um, especially with how the current tax system is set up um, I sent you the tax foundation article and the current tax mm -hmm. ways that it is set up they'd have to change that in order for it to you know actually yeah, that was very meaningful. that was a very confusing article because they started going into the weeds on the various ways in which this could be taxed as yeah. um, some sort of debt forgiveness. Um, and it's like, I don't know if I have to pay, you know, a few hundred bucks to a thousand on like, you know, $20,000 of debt forgiveness. Like, okay, sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, it it yeah. works for some people, but for obviously that's the people that are on the lower end of that spectrum. And They're I feel really like it would really hurt. Yeah, yeah. If you had said, Oh, an extra thousand, two thousand. Know, yeah. It, it yeah. this could also be paid for through other programs. It could be paid for through the, um, uh, balance sheet uh, additions that the IRA gave the federal government. Um, it could be paid for in the future. You know, it could be paid through. I mean, if we stop making so much, you know, pay for it. The the Biden administration has decreased the national debt, so they're doing pretty good in terms of balance sheets right now. I mean, they could decrease it more if we stop shelling out billions of dollars to Ukraine. But, you <laughs> yeah. know, uh, hey. you know, it's like three, four billion. It's it's a very small three, cost. Three, four billion. To, it's, more than that. it's way more than to that. The, it's I think I mean, the it's last one close to ten was, now. Um, the last, the last one, one was like, like three billion, three, yeah. But like they've, it's been recurring payments, and some of them were like as high as like sixty million or something like that. Yeah, that's why. I'm Don't just, quote me on that. Yeah, just, you know. That's the only thing, you know, for me, just taxes, money, where, where it currently is, where, where it's is currently it going, going. And how is it being used? Exactly. You know, so hopefully, you know, we'll get more. You think, when do you think they're going to have like a more in-depth, you know, view of like, this is going to get paid by this. This is going to terms because they want to get really? elected. It'll, you know, it might be if in the reconciliation bill next year. That's okay. really, really what we're looking at because we've already passed the reconciliation bill for this year and you can only do like one to two per year. 
Um, when do you think the uh, the Republicans and the Democrats are going to sit down and have a conversation about this and try to actually push oh, it? Uh, well, it depends on if the, the Republicans win the House, and it looks like they're likely to do that. And then it would have to be a bipartisan bill, and then we're looking at a government shutdown again. Yeah, um, as usual. Yeah. Hey, well, it, you know, no taxes, though. And, 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 <laughs> and, and, and the Democrats over the past two years, they've balanced the budget in both reconciliation bills. And the last time we had a government shutdown was when the Republicans controlled Congress. Yeah, so we're probably going to get to that again. I mean, hopefully, you know, they're actually able to sit down this time and, like, you know, just knock out issues because, I mean, like, I get the whole tax thing. Republicans don't want to raise taxes. I don't want taxes raised. But, no one does. You know, Ideally, no one would want taxes As raised. long as they focus on the right areas, I have no problem. So, like I said, if me personally, I think, you know, the people that really need help, I think that we should focus on them first and then, you know, those who are Start like, oh, well, I'm fine. You know, I'm, I can pay it. Not a big deal. I think we should get to those later. So when when giving aid to U.S. citizens, there's a question of efficiency. Uh, the PPP loan program, for instance, oh, it, you know, it had, it had like three dollars and 50 cents was paid for every one dollar that went to uh, somebody's uh, wage um, that was being paid for by the program mm-hmm. it was highly inefficient right yeah um but this is highly targeted because it's people who they know have a lot of debt and and need it um, for the most part right it's like 90 yeah. percent. it's going to hit the middle class right and again that middle class they may have high incomes but they might not have high take home after all of their expenses yeah and, yeah so i mean We'll see, because that was another thing I saw, too, was people were talking about PPP loans and like, well, if you can forgive businesses, you could yeah. forgive. Oh, but yeah. also, I remember it was a gazillion people scamming the Jesus yeah. out of the government for those oh, PPP yeah. loans that are now... Highly fraudulent. Yeah, I was actually oh, yeah, happy yeah, yeah. about the... Uh, I've the seen Biden. someone, uh, they, they had a property and they were just getting a bunch. They got like tons of names and they all had PPP loans to mm-hmm. like, like a property they own. And they were like, no one lives here. <laughs> Why am I getting 15 to 25? applications for or like just like oh like you've been approved for ppp loans to this non-vacant address it was crazy. yeah that's why he was a ppp loan fraud investigator and he was kind of telling me like it's crazy yeah yeah well that's why they started the whole it was was like 76 to 100 billion dollars of the 800 billion Mm -hmm. were um suspected to be fraudulent and they will be trying those cases for years to come Oh, well, yeah, that's never going to go away. Yeah, yeah. well, because the uh, the Biden administration came out with the uh, the new task force to specifically go after those that yeah. were, you know, scamming the government, which is like, it's funny because everyone, you, you know, there's plenty of people posting that on social media, like, I'm going to get my money. I got, I got my PPP loan, man. For yeah. yeah. Me and was, now it's yeah. like, you're, it's like, you're no. screwed. You literally just screwed yourself for the rest of your life. Yeah. The thing that really bothered me about that program was they lent the money to people who already had the power of the purse and who were already engaged in capitalist wealth extraction, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, how can you trust them to actually give the money to their employees? And obviously, you can't. You can't. Exactly. Yeah. There's a dude who, you know, bought like Lamborghinis and all yeah. kinds of stuff yeah. with the money he got. It was like, dude, why? Like, what is this? This is so stupid. He was obviously going to get caught. Yeah. yeah. It was just like, people just don't think. But, you know, when the government hands out money. One, one yeah. guy, his defense was, I can't help myself. It was a punny pot. You have to expect that people are going to be fraudulent yeah, oh when they do God. that, right? Yeah. And I to did. some extent, that's true. There's the whole adage where if you can cheat, people generally do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Human nature. It's yeah. the same thing with the EDD in um, California. As Gavin Newsom created the policy oh, to like man. help people um, with wages, and then everyone in prison filed for unemployment, mm, and then they funny. stole billions of fucking dollars from yeah, the state I of California. Do, yeah, our employment system had 
unemployment system has some fraud in it as well. Yeah, um, I mean, and, and yeah, there needs to be safeguards. The, definitely the first, for that. the first uh, stimulus bill with the PPP loan fraud loan, the PPP loan fraud program, the PPP loan program. <laughs> Say that fast uh, ten times. In that, in, in addition to the other aspects of that bill, had high amounts of fraud. They were just yeah. trying to get the money out the door, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Makes sense, but you so know, I, my contention is is that. I kind of suspect that that had a lot to do with the inflation that we experienced with with the supply chain and whatnot, even maybe more oh, than I mean, the American that was, There's plan. money was just printed yeah. out during that time. I mean, probably specifically for PPP loans. There's a lot of money that was printed out in general. Just That's like, why we're yeah, out here. Yeah, That's yeah. why we're here with inflation. Um, well, I don't, I don't know about I don't know about that, but what is it? There's, I mean, there's something to it. I mean, it, there is a part of that. that the, you know, the, the printing of money. Yeah, yeah, like yeah half I, of the money in currency or like. Currently being flowed around, right? No, now. no, no, no. It's not half. That's way too. And years. the Fed also raked back a lot of that. Um, yeah. Over the over the last couple of years, with the, so, the rate hikes yeah, and all that kind of stuff. True, yeah. We're we're working on it. You know, it, yeah. And and we've had some great monetary policy. Like I saw a hot take on Reddit that we are outsourcing our inflation now. The dollar is strong compared to other. Country Euro. Oh, yeah, the euro yeah, has the been Fed. dropping. Finally, yeah, it's called yeah. soccer now. <laughs> <laughs> because we beat the euro. Well, I mean, hopefully, you know, this whole student loan crisis, I mean, obviously, we're making a step in the right direction. Um, I personally just hope that we, you know, put the money in the right places and the money comes from, you know, a good place. I, you know, Biden so far hasn't raised taxes on the middle class, and I'm curious how he's not going to raise taxes on the middle class with this. But, I mean, like well, you said, he's going to raise taxes on the upper class, right? They could, they could just take less income. There's all kinds of ways. They can, yeah. There's all kinds of ways. You could move out of California. Move you just, to, so you just can't tax the upper class, huh? I mean, you can. I, I know that they're, um, if you take income, you get taxed. That's just how it is. Yes, there are tax loophole, loopholes. Um, if you know, that's why you have CPAs and all kinds of stuff. So there are mm-hmm. ways to you know lessen that. But, I mean, it's the same thing. If you don't take income, you can't tax them. So it's kind of like... Except for the crazy stuff that they were trying to do, which was tax their... Um, capital gains. Yeah, that was their unearned capital gains. That was crazy. That's 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 too much. Yeah, I was like, you... What? You know. How are you going <laughs> to... That's what? how you, I don't that's even how have you lose office, bro. That's yeah. yeah, so that that was like one thing that I was like, that's pretty crazy. But I mean, I don't know. If, I think if we see them raise taxes or target the upper class more, you're going to see a lot more people leave states like New York and California because they can offset that by going to Texas or Nevada or... That's funny because Texas has a higher tax rate for the middle class and especially the lower class than California. You're talking about... Are you talking about like income. property? What, what, what kind of tax? Because they it, don't it's have... After, after sales tax. Um, well, there's no income tax. I, mean, I know but there's, there's no there's income no tax. There's no income but and they, corporate tax. Yeah, but there's still sales tax and they still take back what they don't get in income tax through other tax. No, I I understand that. Yeah. Yeah, Property tax and all kinds of stuff like that. But I'm saying if you go to like Nevada, I mean your business, I'm saying you offset that by, uh, you go from California where they're charging you 18%, uh, for your, for, uh, what is it? Is that income or no for income tax? And then you have, I think it's, Eight, eight point almost nine percent for a corporate tax mm. you go to you know they, they raise if they were to raise the federal rate then you could just go to a state hypothetically then, they are the ira had a 15 percent corporate tax rate minimum mm-hmm. um that was pretty cool yeah but that's federally i'm saying like you can offset your taxes like you're still gonna obviously it's a be global taxes, minimum but, so know. i'd hope that the states will start abiding by that i don't think they will i don't think that one no. vegas texas no. i think 
there's like a few states that don't have income and um, have really low corporate. corporate taxes. No, like have no corporate tax at all. And te- I know that Nevada and Texas are. Well, the whole idea is that it's a global minimum so that everybody has to pay in. So if Texas isn't, then they're in trouble with not just the federal government, but with, you know, everybody else. Texas is bold enough to start making their own currency. I hope you know this. I think they're, they're, they would already <laughs> they have, they have, they they already already have succession on the ballot. Yes. I mean, they would yeah, commit I, to making I their own I saw that currency. platform for the uh, the Republican uh, convention. I mean, they're putting it up year. to the people if they want to succeed from the United States of America. They won't. They won't, but I mean, it's that thing of, you know, poke the bear so many times and they'll finally do it. Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, I don't think it'll happen anytime soon, but... I do think that I don't think you should just be taxing businesses just to be taxing businesses. California is the only, for example, Cal, you know the franchise tax, right? California Franchise Tax Board. We are the only state That's in the right. 50 states of America that just taxes businesses for being businesses. So if you own a, S, a LLC, S Corp, C Corp, whatever, you just get taxed just, just because. Yeah. Isn't doesn't it like cost like about seven hundred bucks? Like yeah, it's, LLC, it depends on like, like what type of corporation. You know, I think like for LLCs, it's like six fifty. You know, for I don't know. I'm not a tax expert, and taxes are complicated. So yeah, but you know, it it, it varies on the different whatever kind of corporation you have, uh, what you know your entity is. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, it's like one of those things. Like, why are you just taxing us just to tax us? Because like, I thought if you didn't pissed. report income, uh, then you don't have to pay taxes even in California. Wait, what? Well, I'm confused. If I have an LLC and I have the license, but I don't have any business operations, mm-hmm. uh, I don't have any income or expenses, then you I still have that business. You still, I even think. in California, you still have to pay that tax. There's a minimum yeah. amount that I have to pay just for having an LLC. Yeah, yeah. no matter what, it, you it have to like, pay It sounds like that. a licensing fee and not necessarily like a tax. No, I mean, it's the, we're the only state that does yeah, that. that yeah. literally says, oh, you have a business? Screw you. Yeah. <laughs> Like there's light when you create an LLC, there are fees when starting that LLC. But I'm saying the California there's franchise. Also a tax yeah, there's also a tax mm-hmm. where they say mm-hmm. like, oh, six fifty a year. Thank you. Thousand. Thank you. Just mm-hmm. kind of stupid. This is one of the most transformative stimulus enterprises that we have seen in American history. It's unique in that it is a debt forgiveness program instead of giving people money. Um, so we're going to find out what happens and that's a very exciting process i'm with Mm -hmm. david green from left right and center let's study this let's see what happens and then we can know in the future if we should better move through it and forgive more debt right yeah definitely i mean like we've already talked we literally just talked about it for starters we got to get that percentage change done because it's really egregious Mm -hmm. yeah on the interest rates yeah yeah, but we'll probably talk about this another time, you know, go more in depth as more information comes out and as more things start happening. But, you know, moving on to some, you know, other news that, you know, has recently come out. We're talking about the, um, there's like a $27 billion lawsuit with the uh, Uvalde shooting. Filed? They haven't filed it yet, but they basically um, told the Border Patrol, the police department, the school board, all these different entities, including Daniel Defense and uh, all kinds of stuff that they're going to sue all of them if they don't give the money now. Mm-hmm. And they said that they have no problem filing a class action lawsuit um, to, you know, basically pay for, you know, emotional distress, emotional trauma and to help, you know, the families and, you know, the victims and all kinds of stuff like that, um, which is good. I think they should sue the f- out of everybody yeah. except the gun manufacturer and the gun store. That was the part where I was like, you lost me. You're <laughs> no, like no. the gun store, like, oh my God, no. And then the manufacturer, there's literally nothing that there's you There's nothing say. the manufacturer can do about someone. I mean, using, that's yeah. that's literally why Placa, that's that why Placa that, exists. Because uh, they're, they're 
presumably are modeling that off of a recent lawsuit in Florida where the Sandy Hook parents successfully sued Remington, I think for like upwards of they 90 didn't million. Sue, no, the, the insurance payout was like 90, 90 million. million. It was like four insurance but companies the, came the together question and paid it out. specifically was that Remington was advertising to kids and specifically the guy that That's committed different. the shooting. If it's this, No, even, it's, even then, I've, I mean like, I don't know the specific advertising in that case. It was but, it was that, um, uh, th- and they showed that he uh, took the idea to buy and use their gun uh, specifically from Call of Duty because they had some uh, uh, product placement in Call of Duty, and they showed that uh, the specific way that he tied the magazines together with duct tape was something that he learned from Remington's product placement in Call of Duty. Um, so they showed that he was influenced by Remington's ads. I don't in know the about way that, that because last, last that, I checked, yeah. Remington, Remington that's doesn't a stretch date, for me too, bro. Remington does not duct tape magazines together. That's like an aspect of the video game. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, but that's not necessarily something the company does. They just showed that, that he was exposed to, to the Remington in, in advertising the in the video game. What was Call of Duty rated? And then he was affected TV by it in the way that he... Oh, the, or not, not TVMA. Let me see. What, what, is, what is it? Um, M17 or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, it's not advertising I'm thinking of kids. freaking movies. This is not when, to say that like video games cause shootings, well, it, but they don't. Yeah. specifically that he, the was, advertising. Yeah, he no. was influenced by it in, in his... Uh, no, that's that's the one part for shooting. me that I will yeah, always I will, be like, no, that's bullshit. Because even then, especially with this shooting, it's like... Who dropped the ball first? Yeah, it was the like the, the te- like not even the police. Funded. The teachers were talking about how that kid should have been oh, committed. Yeah, they they been were talking about yeah, he was dressing like a school shooter, acting like a school shooter, and guess what? Nobody ever thought, hmm, let's get well, him was, declared you know, mentally defective. Who, who dropped the ball? That's that's like kind of a it's a crazy question in these cases because it's like, did the people who were bullying him drop the ball? Did he drop the ball? He certainly did, right? He made a but, big mistake. No, nah, but right, right. I mean, obviously he made a big mistake, but I mean, the thing is, you know. Um, if, for example, if we were having a conversation, obviously this is like an example, and you saw me or Sonny or you, whatever, and we were acting out of, out of line, being like, I'm going to go shoot up this, or I'm going to go shoot up that. Like, are you just going to sit there and be like, oh, well, oh, he said he was going to do it. Like, whatever, whatever happened. Same thing with Ethan Crumbly, who posted a countdown to the shooting online, and he was talking all week about shooting up the school, and nobody does anything about it, and then the first thing you do is blame the gun. And it's kind of like, you're going to sue the manufacturer because not only did the, the school, the parents, the teachers drop the ball for not reporting this kid to the police, but even during the shooting, the police were just like, ah, we're just going to let them die. We're going to stand Well, here. certainly there are a lot of people that can share some blame here. And the lawsuit, to get back to that in particular, is going I'm, to encompass I'm implying, that. Yeah. I, I think the implication is, is that it's going to target Daniel Defense because Daniel Defense had an advertising practice um, that may have influenced that guy to buy a Daniel Defense gun as opposed to other guns that was more effective at killing children than other guns, right? Which which advertisement specifically did you want to talk about that did this specifically? There was one, they don't know which advertisements he saw yet. That's something that they're going to like look for in, in the, uh, searches, the lawsuit, searches right? History and all that. Yeah, um, but it could have been the one that features Santa Claus. It could have been the several that feature children. Um, but even yeah. then, I, I know we looked at one where, yeah. you know, the, the father and son were going hunting, but that was a hunting rifle and a hunting setting. And it was specifically I, I think for the, the one that Remington got in trouble for, and it might have been another gun advertiser, um, but it said uh, um, uh, man card reissued. 
uh, as if there was um, a link between masculinity and having a gun, especially specifically an assault rifle. Mm-hmm. And the question about advertising these guns to children, um, especially young boys, to like become men is a really serious one because you know, do you really need like a particularly violent to be a man? To or, be a man? Yeah. yeah. So there's that whole angle, and there's also the angle that like cigarette companies uh gun manufacturers have a problem now where there's a lot of guns there's a lot of people who have guns and a gun is not something that you need generally like a lot of yeah and, and you don't I mean, need unless more you of them use it, like for you, a concealed carry they last right, for a you know? long time right yeah, yeah. Right. and so now they need to find new markets and they need to find women and children basically who are so the, the new ones so my question the is niches. can i start suing dodge and ford and and Lamborghini and all these other I, companies. I love that you brought that because uh, we've been having um, a surge in violent car crashes. That and is, we've that had are, street racing, that are takeovers. Well, it's an outlier in, in the United States, right? And part of it is because we have very large vehicles, um, specifically trucks. And one of the accusations is that um, car manufacturers made trucks uh, specifically and also like large vehicles, um, Range Rovers and stuff like that, to look and feel aggressive so that they could attract men uh, for that masculine and thing. On, again, and on top right? of that, you also have car manufacturers that specifically like Dodge. Hey, again, I'm going to get from the car. <laughs> this, but I, I'm a car yeah. guy. I'm just, I'm, you know, saying in, in this instance where Dodge specifically in their advertising, they do burnouts, donuts, all kinds of things. Yeah. And yeah. that tr- translates to street racing and all kinds of stuff like that. They even I don't have, think you can blame them for that. No, but the, the point I'm making is if, if we're allowed to do this with, car company from that, you yeah, like if you're going to, if you're going to, if you're going to be able to do something like this and make gun manufacturers basically disappear with, Oh, they're advertising. Then can I do the exact same ha- thing with a car? I don't yeah. have a problem specifically with with advertisements in general. Maybe I do. I don't like ads, but <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be the FCC or the Consumer Protection Bureau or you know what arm of the federal government is going to do this. But we do need to have some rules about what kind of ads we play. They need to be truthful. They need to you know um, uh, advertise and appeal to the in better. In the, the U.S. You know, is pretty. Crazy. The yeah, you're right. We already have a lot more ads in other countries. Mm. Um, we have a lot less, less strict limits on where ads yeah. can yeah. be and if they can be distracting. Uh, no, it's know. actually it's actually gotten a lot better, especially if you talk it, about yeah, like billboards. Even yeah. like billboards, you know, there was mass, especially in California, there was laws that like significantly reduced the billboards on the sides of highways. Right. Yeah, those are really effective regulations yeah. that we should have. And to the extent that we should be limiting what is advertised to children, we should limit. Specific gun ads and look, to children. That, that's like we limit fine, but ads to even children. in that instance, can yeah. you say like, okay, well, there was no regulation beforehand. You can't sue me just because. Can you retroactively sue me? Yeah, like can you, it's, wait, what he said. We're not lawyers, and this is a very speculative case. Yeah, I'm excited to see the case go forward, just to see if this is something that we can do, because then it is a good reason to either get legislation to fix the problem and mm. lean on whatever branch of the government's going to deal with this or it's uh, a way to see if we can deal with it now given current regulations which i think we can because it is to some extent a public health risk that kids are you know advertised weapons i mean but that's what i'm saying same thing with cars i mean right I don't yeah think and, it we, is an and we should and we should have more regulations and I think there's an argument to be made. I think just that having current laws, just having really, allow that. having actual companies have like 
being featured in video games is very different from is is not is not the same as an actual advertisement at yeah, all. Yeah, that's why I was a little confused by that because it's like how can you take a video game and then which is specifically catered towards well that video game is catered towards adults. Yeah. Um well, because, 17 plus but yeah. it's it's very fun for kids and I, teenagers. It is, but right? it is. And it's, 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 it's technically like, they can't have it. 17 is tongue-in-cheek, you know. Kids I mean, but it's the same Duty, thing. Like, right? you know, if you were to go into a GameStop or anything and try to buy that game by yourself, you wouldn't. I mean, when I was yeah, younger, you I tried to buy it. To do your, it for your parent you. has to be there. So it's the same thing of like, you know, just because he had a video game, I don't think he should necessarily sue. But sorry, go ahead. I'll let you continue with your, your point. I think I, I think I made it, which was that there's a there's a good chance that um, this lawsuit results in yeah. stricter uh, rules around gun ads. Yeah, and I think that which would be nice. That would be something I think the Republicans and Democrats could come to the table on because both Repu- sides have been complaining about advertising for forever. Not only that, but Republicans would see the beneficial gain if they had the you know the lay of the land set out for their the I'd like manufacturers. To think that. Yeah, where they I, would be like, I don't oh. think that's the case, but I'd like to think that. Well, I mean, look, I'm being I'm an optimistic person. I'm always going to you know think in the best way possible, and I think that you know Republicans and whoever's watching this video, if you're a Republican, um, could see that. Like you know, hey, if you do these things with guns you're liable to be sued and PLACA does not apply to you. Oh, you think they want very clear cut rules? Yeah, I think that if you did that, then it would be like, oh, all the gun manufacturers would be like, we're not doing this because they don't want to get sued. It's the same thing. Like there's PLACA and then there's, I forgot what the one is for cars, but there's something similar to PLACA, which, you know, makes it where you can't sue car manufacturers for like BS stuff. Um, but that's why I was just bringing that up because it's essentially like, dude, I could sue Dodge tomorrow and be like, your advertising led to these kinds of crashes and street takeovers and whatever. And it's like, essentially, if, if you can sue gun manufacturers, you could sue car manufacturers, you could sue literally every company in existence. So it's definitely something that well, needs not to be nece- Not necessarily. It depends on if they're, uh, ha- they have advertising and production practices. Well, obviously, you know, I'm to, making a blanket statement. You know, you know? Uh, yeah unhealthy outcomes yeah but, i mean there's so many different things i mean i can see mcdonald's their food literally in the window says it causes cancer so i mean like they're caught co- that's just like, well you know it was oh, the threat of lawsuit that put that sign that. there right and it was the threat of lawsuit and it was I think like it was, regulation was it prop proposition that, that 65 that. i think it was that is it says in california yeah. you have to uh um let those know um let people know if they're are chemicals or products that can cause harm to them. Um, so that's why, like, I don't know how it is in other states, but that's why you see when you go to McDonald's, this food may well, cause cancer. A lot of restaurants have that. Yeah, because, because of, like, plastics because of the prop- proposition. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm speaking apocryphally here, but the way I heard it, most frivolous lawsuits are uh, perpetrated by large companies and people with money um, to put down people without money and without the access to the court system. Uh, the lawsuits that they fearmonger against uh, where the little guy goes after the big guy often have don't really vi- often often aren't frivolous and have very real uh, concerns behind them the classic case is the mcdonald's hot coffee uh, lawsuit uh, in which she got third degree burns yeah. from the coffee and that's very serious right and they I should thought... reduce the amount of you know, I was I was thinking the about the lady who fell into uh, the the mall fountain and sued the the mall for falling into the fountain in one. Um, How? I, I think it was like the placement. I think she was on her phone. I don't, again, don't quote me because I, yeah, this yeah. was like a long time ago, but essentially 
somehow, some way, she fell into the the fountain in the, in the mall. She sued them and won, and basically talking about like the placement, safety measures, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. She won that, yeah. And I'm thinking about Devin Nunes trying to sue different Twitter profiles for making fun of him. Uh, <laughs> like that's you know, oh, that man. falls foul yeah. of anti-slap statutes. Yeah, anti-slap. I think is the other one. Yeah, you know, there's there's a lot of things in place to like help. You know, frivolous lawsuits. You know, go bye bye. But you know, overall, I mean, I just hope legislation comes out of this. And you know, instead of Republicans whining about it and be like, "Oh my God, you can't do that in guns," it's like, how about you just you know get to the table and be like, "How about we outline what people can and cannot do with advertising?" And that way, it won't even be a question anymore. That way, if someone breaks the rules, it's clear, it's clear cut. And there you go. You're asking you're asking them to make the law clear and cut, which they don't do, unfortunately. Uh, they do in a lot of instances. I mean, it, I think especially when it comes well, to advertising. Yeah. I, I mean, guess, it, if, if for advertising specifically, they just need to come up with legislation that says, like, make sure that there is nothing that, um, you know, advertises towards children or a younger audience. Make sure that all of your, you know. I, I'm glad we at least agree that Daniel Defense's advertising can be a little bit morally hazardous. I I don't know specifically which one you're talking about. I'm not saying yeah. Daniel Defense specifically has things that, you know, could be, mm-hmm. I haven't seen anything yet that has been like, that is for children. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely do like think there's clearly like a young kid shooting like with an AK killing aliens. I'd be like, okay, that's <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, you're kind of, you know, directing it there. But you know, like I'm just saying overall for all gun, gun manufacturers that, um, you know, if we, if there was an outline, it would be a lot better mm-hmm. because they, again, I don't know what they're doing. I personally, just go to the gun store and I buy my guns based on like, you know, what I'm looking for and what I'm trying to use that tool for. You know, um, you, you might uh, ask yourself uh, what advertising influenced you into buying guns as young as you are. Um, it and wasn't advertising sort of ideological, at all. Well, it's, it's advertising insofar as it's propaganda, right? Well, for me, it was um, like self-defense aspects of things um, mm-hmm. with like, like I've been robbed before. I've, you know, had friends who've been jumped, robbed, shot, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. Um, and so it's same thing with family members. I mean, like my grandma had like two people break into her home and mm-hmm. shoot at her and she had to shoot back. So it's just more of like a, like I've, we've talked about this before, yeah. like I'd rather have it and not need it than um, need it and not have it. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, I wasn't looking at TV like, oh, that's a nice gun every time. It was mm-hmm. literally just like, you know, I want to have something to protect myself. I want to have something to go hunting with. I want to have something to, you know, go shooting with my friends with. That's yeah. essentially what it was, you know. So maybe you'll buy one after I take you to the range, which... Well, it's worth, ask, it's worth asking, like, what influenced you in the popular culture towards guns mm-hmm. and not another method of self-defense or another method of, like, prevention and whatnot. Yeah. I, would, I just want to leave that there. I don't have an answer to that, but yeah. Okay. Do you think that you'll ever... Buy a gun? Yeah. No, definitely not. Even after, like, I take you to the range and, you know, you go shooting and... Oh, yeah. No, I, you know, I, I agree that guns as an object, as like a materialist object, mm-hmm. um, I, to apply, like, the Marxist analysis are um, engaging on a lot of levels. They're almost, like, pseudo-religious in quality that you can, like, kill somebody at a, at a push of a button. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very interesting instruments that I think are really cool right but yeah. i you know i don't want to own one or have one you around. would just rather go to the range or go out yeah and do if it i was going to do it yeah i think he's yeah. going to change his mind he might there is a whole subreddit for um uh, leftist gun owners so really mm-hmm. you might yeah, you so, might yeah. you might change your mind i mean i think you know it all depends on you know life choices and you know we can get into this another time 
But, you know, overall, hopefully this legislation comes through. Hopefully, you know, we can all come to the table again as an independent. All I want to do is see people come together and actually make change. I'm not a productive. And yeah. Like I'm not about like, Oh, the left and got these points for this. And that the sounds right like got a these progressive points. position. It's like as a progressive, all I want to do is see people come together. And make <laughs> yeah, change, yeah. Right. Yeah. But you think, you know, I take too many issues with both sides for me to even, mm, you know, but, um, the last thing I want to talk about, you know, po- politics, uh, which has been pretty big was, you know, the Trump affidavit and it basically coming back with, you know, a bunch of redacted, uh, lines. And I think we talked about this before last week where we were just like, it would basically be meaningless if yeah. it came out with, you know, a, a lot of people thought that, uh, you know, Ken White and Josh Barrow on very serious were like, oh, it's just going to be all new public information. But I don't think that was the case. We learned that uh, definitively that the documents there uh, involved human intelligence sources, mm-hmm. um, that one of the concerns was that they were mixed up with other random uh, magazines and newspaper clippings and whatnot mm-hmm. in random boxes that they were taken out of their context and dropped in with other stuff um, and that Trump's handwritten notes were on some of the documents um, which would go to his intent and knowledge about those documents yeah so I mean do you think they're ever going to be like oh we're going to release all of this for everyone to see or is, you think it's just more no. because of the sources that probably are not be... I don't know I'm not, I'm not a the lawyer the only way all yeah. that gets released is if Trump gets reelected and he forces it himself that's that's the. Only I don't way. think he would because yeah, it would be would, very damaging yeah, to him, right? Yeah, probably. Uh, you know, Can maybe there's a chance that it's declassified in a few years after he's tried and gone to jail and that sort of thing, or maybe somebody leaks it um, mm. after the danger to those sources in the trial. Because the other thing was that um, a lot of the uh, the affidavit uh, focuses on the issue of obstruction of justice. Um, that was one of the major issues that the Justice Department had with Trump was that he was trying to obstruct the, yeah, the retainment yeah. of, of, of the documents um, and that there were a lot of sources in Mar-a-Lago that could be endangered um, and uh, revealed to Trump had he had the information that was redacted. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Do you think Biden would ever, like, if he needed to, you know, get some of that information out there if he wanted it to be? Because I'm sure oh, he's seen it or his administration has seen it. And like, I'm, oh, I mean, know, it, if it was redacted, I, I, I would hope that it, it's, it's it stays that way. Legitimately dangerous information for Trump and the public to have. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see. I mean, honestly, this is unfolding step by step. I think they will try him because it is the Biden administration. I think mm-hmm. if obviously if it was like a Republican office, if it was Bill Barr. Bill Burr? Bill Barr. Bill Who's Barr. Bill Barr? He was the head of the Trump Justice Department yeah. um, oh. during the Mueller investigation. And you know, oh, Mueller yeah, made yeah, yeah, a compelling yeah. case that there was some hanky-panky. Um, and Bill Barr kind of swept it under the rug. And we're still getting little trickles of information about that process. Yeah, really? I've always thought they just like sort of innocuously knew each other. And he hired him just because. Uh, who hired who? Uh, Trump, well, Trump had Bill Barr on just because. Bill <laughs> Barr wrote... Like, like an essay, hire me memo, um, mm. w- in which he argued um, that uh, that the uh, executive branch had wide ranges of powers and was being unfairly persecuted by uh, the Mueller investigation, et cetera, et cetera. I don't remember the specifics. Um, so he he basically he put himself out there for it, and the Republican establishment very much brought him in. He has well, not, a reputation as like a fixer uh-huh. um, for the Republicans because he came in uh, during the, um, I think it was the Iran-Contra affair, but I'm not sure about that. 
and and he fixed helped it. fix it <laughs> right yeah. yeah and so he was the fixer here so he'll the be the fixer is, there okay. yeah. until it got too much for him well this doesn't necessarily mean he knows them but he probably was just like hey I he was friends before. with mueller you know oh, okay. mueller is a republican too mm. um most of the, the fbi and and the justice department are two of the most conservative units in the government they're really? full of mostly white males and they have a long history of I think they just want to keep right? all the power that they can. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think they would stab anyone in the back given the. Chance. I think it's just more of like the administration. It's, like I, I it's think a, yeah. it's it's an ass covering culture. So I'm, I'm I'm sure that they did this affidavit and the whole process um, mm. in as, as up and up a way as possible. And the Mueller report was the same way. Like he he declined to make a determination of guilt because he wanted to be as by the rules as possible, even though it turned out to be kind of absurd to yeah. do that, you know, to lay out all the evidence, but like not make an argument. Like yeah. You're making an argument by laying out the evidence. It's, yeah. It was completely ridiculous. I mean, I, like I said, I think it's just more of, you know, because Biden's in office, he's going to get tried. And then I don't know how, like, I really don't know what the outcome is. So like, obviously I I still, no one can. I just, I'm curious, like what's going to happen. More, I still think nothing is going to happen because of that uh, Supreme court ruling. Essentially, if a president can declassify something and negotiate with another country to be like, oh, we need to denuclearize you, they, he can reveal to a potential enemy, hey, like classified stuff. So if he can do that, then like... It's not simply about him revealing classified information or like declassifying information. It's who had access to it, and, right? and it was specifically under the Espionage Act that it was dangerous information to national security. That's true. So, I mean, I think... Right, because it doesn't... Right, in that... That's right. You think they're going to give him a slap on the wrist and be like, oh, we'll find you a billion dollars and that's it. Like, do you think it'll be something like that? Or do you think it's going to be jail time? I I hope that it's going to be a few months of jail time and then... A few uh, months? You don't think it's going to be years or... No. At least, at least a few months, if not a few years. Uh, the, The big thing is that he will probably be disqualified from office. Ah, see, there it is. The Biden yeah, administration doesn't think, want him. I don't. I don't think I mean, the Biden yeah, administration, as a whole, is uh, yeah. having a lot of input into this. I think is the Justice Department, and which is come on, part, part come of on. Congress. This would not be happening if it was a Republican. Like, no, if, naturally, but that speaks mm, ill yeah. of the Republicans and not necessarily the Biden I think administration. It's the same thing on both sides. I yeah, think. I think, I think when it comes to cliche. I think when it comes to you know mm, both sides, they're gonna they're gonna protect their own. True. You don't think that the, they're gonna protect their own, like when it comes to anything. Like if, when they, Democrats are in public, they're not gonna be. Like, I mean, in, in power, Jesus. I mean, when they kind of threw Al Franken under the bus, didn't they? I mean, that's there's but there's numerous examples of you know. I'm we're not gonna get into it now because yeah. you know yeah. I need. So it'll I need turn it. into a whole hour long. Yeah, thing. and I gotta get my source list and all the people mm-hmm. that you know they've covered for but that's essentially what i'm saying is you know a lot like, of people are still like into like the hunter biden thing oh yeah that yeah. that is a thing hunter biden his little shady ass crackhead i understand they did look into thing. that but it's their policy not to comment on ongoing investigations or confirm if there is or is not an investigation mm. well i mean we're, we'll see i honestly again that's another thing i don't think anything will happen with hunter biden because his dad's the president currently well i think they can if from the videos they can probably get him on uh Carrying a prostitution across there or state lines, yeah, and also paying for a prostitute is a, yeah. a crime in a lot of states too. Um, so there's a lot of things least they, they could get him on that. something, but like I said, if they did, his dad would be like, "Pardon," yeah. and then it's it's gone. it's gone. That's what I'm saying is like both sides do it. Both sides cover for their for their own. I mean, 
they wouldn't be on the same side if they didn't. My complaint um, is is that specifically Trump did it to an extreme degree in his part. Bro, I mean, there's clearly I people. I don't think it was it was unprecedented the degree to which he covered for his own. Right. Yeah. Uh, there was there was I think a quid pro quo there where they did favors for him and he there's did favors quid pro for them. Quo. Everywhere, everywhere, <laughs> everywhere, in all local to federal government, it's 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 bad. Yeah, but I mean, overall, you know, as this you know continues to roll out and we see more and more come out, and the you know Justice Department you know shows us you know which way this is going and what kind of charges they want to bring against him, we'll obviously talk more in depth about this. Um, this is just like you know a little update, um, you know, as you know the story is unfolding. Yeah, this is gonna unfold over months, if not years. Yeah, yeah definitely. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I definitely know they're going to get this done before the next there's election. Also, there's also three other major uh, political... The January 6th. Uh, yeah. Investigations yeah. Um, that that are uh, up against Trump. So... In, in Georgia and also in New York. Uh, so, you know... That's why I said that I don't think there's going to be any question Trump is not running for president. Like, I, I see... I'm the, pretty sure he's already said on whatever... He's not social, running. He's, he's not running. Yeah, he's he's not running. Yeah. You wanna you wanna yeah. you wanna do a little bet about whether or not he's gonna try to run? Sure. Oh, he's hundred percent gonna try to run. I think he's, he's totally to gonna try to run. Go. I don't yeah. think I don't think Trump's dumb enough. I think to... he's yoloing. Oh yeah, no. Because I think he wants. I I, I think they really want to run a Trump DeSantis ticket. See, look, here's no, the thing. I think that's impossible. I yeah. think DeSantis no. would not go for that. I don't. I don't think that. Like as an independent, like I can see the appeal for Trump and, you know, the Republican Party. Like, obviously, he was elected president. So obviously he has a base. He obviously has a significant amount of supporters. But the thing that people don't understand is there's currently three. We just said there's three investigations currently, three or four. four there's four, four major, in, yeah, major investigations, investigations against him. And, and some of them involve sub investigations like the New York one is both civil and criminal. Yeah. So. It's that thing of they're going to absolutely do everything in their power to make sure that he's disqualified from being president ever again. And with it being the Biden administration, I mean, they have every single reason they, they possibly can find to not want him to run again. I certainly do. Yeah. So there's no way like he's if he tries, he's going to get shot down by, you know, the, the current investigations that are going on. So it's that thing. One of would like, hope. I think he's going to do it anyways. And then that is going to be his. It's going to his, be another his, trending. I, it's going to be his narrative, right? Yeah. That he is running for president, um, not in, not uh, against, but because of. I don't. I don't think these, the Republicans. Uh, like I, I've said this before, I don't think the Republicans will allow him to I think he's take the stage. Their major. Uh, no. Again, like a lot of people that are Trump supporters are going to be like Trump, 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 and I get it. I really do get it. But you have to understand that the people are willing on both. There are people are that are Republicans and Democrats that are willing to go against this man just because it's him, right? You have that going against you. That is a massive uphill battle, right? Yes, there are flaws in the Biden administration. There are things that, you know, um, you can quibble about as your, your favorite term. Um, but he, like, I just, there's no possible way Trump could run for president. It would, it would hurt the Republican Party more if they tried to stick with Trump rather than going with someone like DeSantis. I totally think it would, but I think they have a lot of financial incentives to continue with Trump because he's the major... Even also, like, there are like a, I think we talked about name? this before. She's one in Arizona. She's very Carrie Lake. Like a, yeah, she's very much like a Trump type of Yeah, candidate. he's, he's um, called the majority of the primary wins. Um, mm-hmm. So he still has a good record. He still has a very strong grasp. Very, he very he does, but that's party. what I'm saying is I just I me personally, this is my personal opinion. Um and I think I think you'd like to think that yeah. the Republican Party is behaving rationally here, 
but they've they've gone off the deep end, man. If they I'm with, have, you know, dude, that's... if you want some rational Republicans, like you go read the Bulwark and the Lincoln Project people, you know. And Look, have I fun. mean, I personally want to. I want a Republican in office just because of taxes, man. I, f- I want to see taxes go down. You know, especially... uh, you imagine yourself as part of the people, uh, part of the the class that's going to benefit from that, but you hey, aren't quite there yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I'm saying, even then, as like the state of California, man, like I'm just like, man, f- this shit. Hate taxes again. I understand there's different t- types of taxes and all kinds of stuff. You know, I'm just just saying. But I'm just saying. I keep, I keep saying. I'm just saying. Um, I I think it would be more beneficial to the Republican Party if they just chose someone else. Oh, definitely. Oh, totally. Yeah. I just don't think the Democrats have anyone got going. They got going for them. Oh, that is. Yeah, that is another thing. Who's gonna oh, run? In, we can't have this for, vegetable for, for the run Democrats. Again. Well, That's a, that is gonna, that is a good yeah. question, and and he's I don't think that. People want him to run. I, I think he might run again. I don't. Please, I don't Kamala, want him to don't run. do it. If Kamala runs, I'm going to cry. But I would vote what for him. What happened to Kamala? She went from being like a DA. First of all, Kamala's an idiot. Okay. Yeah. First look, of all, she lost. She fucking lost. She, did Why did he freaking pick a, Kamala in the first place? How did she go from being what was it a, a, a DA? Mm-hmm. How did she go from? No, that? no, she was a senator. She was a senator. No, right. what did she, she was also, a senator. She went from the DA to San Francisco to. Right. I think Senator, I don't you know how like a well spoken person. How is she like <laughs> Oh yeah, have you seen all the memes? Like how has she been fumbling like, over herself so much? So what freaking happens funny. To her? You know, being a politician funnily enough is not all about the speaking presence. I think there's a lot of really good politicians that like make their way yeah, that but way, but like Biden sharp, had a speech impediment. You have to be a, sharp, a sharp yeah. person to be a DA. Yeah. Like what? I guess she, I guess she does have that. to be. Yeah. How'd she go from that? You know, like she, she looks like she's very good at distracting. Like she can, like <laughs> she can there's, talk. There's also but a difference, just, right, between the courtroom and being up in front of that's true national millions TV. of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I think Kamala. I I, I think uh, some of the people in the administration, like Pete Buttigieg. Um, oh, that, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom. Yeah, that guy he too. Does, I don't think he has enough of a large like a bro. He like is the governor following. of the largest state in the United States. He doesn't of have America. enough of a national following for people to be like, oh, I don't vote I, for him. all I know is that guy. Um, but <laughs> I, Pete I Buttigieg. That's the dude. He's the Texas guy, right? He's running for governor of Texas. No, that's uh, that's Beto O'Rourke. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Pete yeah. Buttigieg is the um, he was the mayor of a small town, I want to say Indianapolis, um, and he kind of he was like the perfect identity sweet spot mm-hmm. um he was he was gay and a veteran and that was his argument um and, and, uh, <laughs> that's, a bad that's all that's and, all i got but you know he he's he's a he's a charismatic guy and he's now the transportation secretary so he's going to have some administrative experience in the national level yeah um, i don't think he has a big enough following for it no. to be no, i think i think too. gavin newsom and that that guy Bed, beto beto o'rourke, o'rourke? yeah Jinx. i'd, I'd like gonna... to see him uh be governor of Texas He'd have first. To win Texas, but, hell yeah, no. You know, but that ain't happening. That is not happening with him trying to take Air 15s. Recently, know. with like, a lot of Texas has been. Dude, like if, if the Republicans red, are willing to like, go up I, against the FBI and you know, like, show guns to the FBI and be like, "Fucking try me," if he gets into office in Texas, I 100 percent think they will assassinate him. I think, without a doubt, probably. Republicans will kill him if he becomes governor, without a doubt. Oh no, I don't. I don't disagree at all. Yeah. Do you? What do you think about that? I'd like to think no. I, <laughs> but nah. There's a lot of hope with his campaign. There's a lot of, uh, you know, like social media vids of, of former Republicans or Republicans saying, this is the guy I want. I like him over, over yeah, Abbott, who's uh, made some real, real it's blunders. A politician recently. that can be a paid actor for all we know. 
who bit of a work. Yeah, he could be paid. Like the, those people could be paid for just saying. Oh, that. I, yeah. I, you know, I don't yeah. know. They're that's usually how it is. Like video remember with Little Wayne yeah, Trump and like all the rappers that were like, "Oh, I'm voting for Trump." It was like all oh, just money, you know. So it's the same thing with other you know politicians. He, he's he is very charismatic. He had that um, video of him uh, saying "motherfucker" uh, when he, oh, yeah. when he was responding to a heckler in the crowd. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know the crowd loved it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, they all they all cheered, His and I kind of yes, I kind of got a thrill a from base. it too, right? He has a base, but you know, I personally just think that he's so misguided enough. when it comes to guns. It's just like you're trying to. If he ran in California, oh, he yeah, would win. He would have no yeah, problem totally. winning. But it's like because obviously Newsom, like, so yeah, he could win. But uh, <laughs> if he if he ran like he's running in Texas, it's like, dude, if that you if you literally just did not say anything about like taking guns, like I, maybe you'd have a chance, right? Yeah. But now it's just like I'm like. Man, Austin really gonna have to pull some votes, man. Austin and some of the other, you know, major cities are really gonna be where he's gonna be campaigning because everybody else does not like him in that state. And that's Abbott and and DeSantis too won with small slivers of the vote, and those both those states are heavily gerrymandered, and they have large contingents of Democrats. They're both kind of like trending purple in recent elections so i have yeah, hope. But, i'm not saying he's, he's gonna win because I'm nobody aware of everybody like was over trump everybody hated trump so everybody trump was, got like republicans were willing to come to the table elected, and I, I don't know like yeah it was People yeah. voted it wasn't, for biden because he, he wasn't trump, trump right exactly yeah. so that's what i'm saying i think that yes it was a little purple because of trump but not, I don't not think, even that but like previous elections like he nearly won the last time uh he was running uh beta did well if he does Damn, rest in peace, Texas, man. And rest in peace, him, because he'd be gone. Like, seriously. Like, honestly, I don't even mean that in like a mean way. And I know, like, like I don't want it I, to happen. I don't, no, that's, yeah, I don't that's, wish that's, that, upon that really speaks ill of the Republican Party in Texas that they're oh, willing I, to like, assassinate I definitely people. think no, there's that just would, crazy if, people. No, but out think there. about it. If they're willing to go to the fucking Capitol and storm the damn Capitol, if they are willing this to. This is exactly what I'm concerned about. If oh, yeah, they are no, willing to concerned. go up against the FBI and fuck with the FBI. And now you but have like, what are they like, doing? Holding the nation hostage? No, but I'm saying I think especially in a state like Texas, which is very gun friendly, you're like that's like the one state to not do that. In. That's like literally the one state. Well, that's to the one not state do it, that dude. you really got to work for, precisely because of that. If right? they do, I'm just saying if they do that, I mean, I I think it's it, no. It's Good luck, gonna, bro. It's, Good it's, luck. It's gonna be crazy if he does. Because I know if I was in Texas, I would vote for him. No. That's just me on my Second Amendment views, you know. At least you wouldn't assassinate him. You got that going. For oh him. yeah, no, I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. You know, I wouldn't. I'm not crazy. No. Um, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm surprised that you're into like national elections and like primaries and whatnot. So we we could talk about that more. I love talking about that. I like, I like politics. It's, it's very general. much it's very can, much like sports. I'm like, we can, this we can talk about win. anything. <laughs> and sports season is coming up, so. You know, comment down below what you guys think. If you guys are on YouTube, um, if you're listening on Spotify, you know, follow us so you you can hear our new podcasts when they come out and everything. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening and thank you for watching.